This WBEZ podcast is supported by Ravinia, with over 100 concerts under the stars this summer, including Daryl Hall and Elvis Costello, Nora Jones with special guest Mavis Staples, the Beach Boys with special guest John Stamos, Shaggy and TLC, Jason Isbell and the 400 Unit, the Chicago Symphony Orchestra, and more. Their 30-acre park is nestled in a gently wooded area. Bring your own picnic or eat at one of the park restaurants. Tickets available now only at ravinia.org. Good morning, Chicago. I'm Indy Kara, and this is The Rundown. Cook County State's Attorney Kim Fox is not seeking re-election for a third term. She announced her decision yesterday downtown. My colleague Patrick Smith reports that a lot of her speech was focused on her critics. She lamented that her mishandling of Jussie Smollett's case will likely be in her obituary. She contrasted that with her own accomplishments on doing wrongful convictions and making the criminal justice system more equitable. Fox was elected in 2016 during a huge wave of outrage over police shootings and a lack of accountability. Patrick spoke to Aislinn Pulley, an activist who helped boost Fox's first candidacy. Pulley told him that Fox sometimes struggled to meet the demands of the movement that helped her get elected but that she did acknowledge the office's history of wrongful convictions. It was the first time in Chicago's history that we had a state's attorney that actually admitted to the systemic nature of these wrongful convictions. So it was it was extraordinarily important and extraordinarily historic. Fox still has a year and a half left in her term. Some com-ed trial news. The jury is deliberating again today. We've done a lot of coverage on the trial, but for a quick refresh, their task is to decide whether four executives and lobbyists bribed former Illinois House Speaker Michael Madigan. My colleague Dave McKinney reports that the jury has heard seven weeks of internal emails, testimony, and government wiretaps. Lawyers for the defense insist that their clients never bribed Madigan and wins for ComEd were just a result of good lobbying and coalition building. But the lead prosecutor has called them, quote, grand masters of corruption. The NFL draft starts tomorrow. I admittedly do not know a ton about football, but I do know the Bears were not doing so hot last year. And my colleague Mark Labine and WBEZ contributor Cheryl Ray Stout helped me figure out what exactly the draft stakes are for the Bears. The team is currently set to have the ninth pick and 10 overall selections. They need better protection for quarterback Justin Fields and some defensive line help. Here's assistant general manager Ian Cunningham. He says team leadership will consider needs versus best prospects. Those needs kind of get ironed out through the whole process, but ultimately it's the best player available. Cunningham was also asked about Jalen Carter. He's a standout Georgia defensive tackle, but his draftability has definitely dimmed since he was sentenced to probation for his role in a fatal car crash. Cunningham praised Carter's ability, but stopped there. The draft will run through Saturday. Now for some quick hits before the weather. Iconic murals in Chicago's West Loop have been painted over. Block Club Chicago reports that the defaced murals include a memorial to rapper Juice World and one to Frankie Knuckles, the creator of house music. The murals are part of the Beeline, a series of murals in West Loop. 
Block Club reports that who exactly painted over these murals is still a mystery. The City Department of Streets and Sands says they were not responsible. The chief curator of the Beeline told Block Club he believes the murals were destroyed intentionally and unfairly targeted. He told Block Club he questions whether they were painted over because they brought black and brown kids to the neighborhood who were coming to look for the murals and hang out. You know the big Trump skyscraper downtown? It's pretty hard to miss. Well, former President Trump and co-owners in that building are set to get $1 million in property tax refunds. The Chicago Sun-Times reports that they've been seeking the refunds for years and that the Illinois appellate court agreed that the tower was overvalued by the county assessor. In birding news, piping plovers are back. Block Club reports that a plover was spotted hanging out at the 57th Street Beach yesterday. And you might remember the iconic piping plover pair Monty and Rose. Well, the Chicago Piping Plovers group tweeted that one of their chicks, Imani, was spotted at Montrose Beach yesterday, too. The excitement is valid. The Great Lakes were once home to over 800 nesting pairs. But in 1990, that number dropped to 13. With stricter environmental protections, the population has increased to about 70 nesting pairs today. In weather news, a beautiful day. The sunrise was lovely this morning on the pier. Sunny and cool all day with highs in the mid-40s. That's it for now, but later today, I'll chat with a scientist from Fermilab about their work to learn more about the mysterious neutrino, a little particle which might help answer some big questions. Yes, we'd all like to know why we're here, why we exist, and we're hoping that neutrinos hold that clue and hold part of the answer to this mystery. Well, we're hoping that Dune will answer one of the biggest questions uh, surrounding neutrinos. It's sort of the holy grail of neutrino physics at the moment. And that is whether or not neutrinos can help explain why we exist. That's right. I'm taking you on a little adventure through space and time. That's today at 2 p.m. I'm Indy Kara. Talk then.